0: welcome to the Four parents podcast i'm your host ivy lassiter and i'm so glad you're here pop in your earbuds and multitask while we talk about all the parenting stuff lessons learned funny stories and practical wisdom from normal people who've been there let's get started On today's episode, I'm talking with Kimberly and Kyle who have raised three boys. The first three years of my son Warren's life, he would spend every Thursday with Kimberly. So when I would go to pick Warren up after work, I'd end up staying and talking with Kimberly. And at the time, two of her boys had already graduated and the youngest was busy with high school and hockey. Seeing her world of grown up boys gave me perspective on my world Raising a toddler. Here's a glimpse into their experience. All right, what is the greatest thing about raising boys? And specifically, boys like it, ch- their children is an answer, but what do you love about having boys?
1: So, I'll say that little boys love their mothers, uh-huh. so that's great for me. And um, so, when they were little, I loved that. Um, It's hard to be specific to boys because that's all we've done. Right. Um, But we also have loved seeing them become men and um, seeing the results of our efforts and things that don't seem like you're doing doing it right or doing enough. Yes. Again, I guess I'm generalizing that could be girls too, but... um, We've talked to them all about um, how important it is, the qualities they want in a girlfriend and in a wife. Mm -hmm. And I've loved, um, even though we're not there yet with anybody, um, I see them going through that process uh, when they meet girls. Yeah. And that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah.
2: And I think you bring up a good point. It's hard for us to say because we don't have anything to compare to. And so, you know, it's just been great. It's... So what we were gifted with was three boys, yep. and so we don't know any better. Uh, or different, yeah. Or any different, and so it's been wonderful.
0: Yeah, so when, you know, when you're pregnant, I was there more recent than y'all, but like the gender is such a big deal in those nine months. Are you finding out? Do you do a gender reveal? All that stuff. And did y'all have, you know, like, we really want a girl? After you've had one boy, two boy, like, or was that not a big deal?
1: I don't feel like it was a big deal. Um, you know, people ask us that question. Did you mm-hmm. have a third child so that you could have, you know, trying for a girl or were yes. you disappointed you never had a girl? And the answer is, would we have enjoyed a girl, loved a girl? Of course, but I wouldn't trade any of my boys for, oh, a, for, sure. for yeah. a girl. And we we were certainly outnumbered enough with three. We would not have had another child <laughs> So to try for that girl. So we feel like this is the family God had planned for us. Yeah. And if we said we were unhappy with that, then yeah. we're saying that we don't agree with God's plan for us. Yeah. And the minute they well, hand you the baby or they say to you, it's a boy, even if you thought it was a girl, yeah, you of course it is. And and you love that baby just like they are and right. can't imagine them being anything else. Right. Oh, yeah. So that's our
0: take on it, I think. I, I agree. I feel the same way.
2: I feel the same way. Yeah. That's
1: just-
0: so I remember for me, because I, I have two boys, I kind of thought, I have one boy. I can do this. I know this the and then my second son came along and i was like wait this is totally different <laughs> so talk to me about your boys and how different they are and how you manage that they could not be
1: more different we have got
0: <laughs> yeah. three very
1: different unique and it's they say the you know they're raised in the same house how can they be so different but they just have very different personalities um having boys people say oh you must have been doing sports all the time right well really only one of our three is an athlete yeah uh one of our three was like more into like boy scouts and camping and he got his Eagle Scout and that you know the one was in band that was his major thing. Right. And their personalities are different. Their, everything they were interested in was different. Yeah. Which made it
0: fun. Yeah. Was it easy for you to connect with all three with their different interests or what, how did that work out?
2: You know, we just connected on different things yeah. with each of them. You know, I, I did scouting with, with the middle one. We went to all kinds of sporting events with the youngest. We did things with the oldest. We did um, Indian guides when Colin was young. Yeah. And so we did different things with all. All three of them. So uh, that's how we connected. So they're super close in age.
0: So Spencer
1: and Travis, the younger two, are 15 months apart. But Colin is three and a half years older than Spencer. So we kind of had it a little bit of both. You know, we had a little bit longer age span, and then we had them really close together.
0: Right, which... If I remember, that wasn't quote like a planned out thing. You it know? was. It was not
2: a. Plan. Well, in our plan?
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. It
2: was somebody's plan. How, not a lot not of, our how plan.
0: those things go? Yeah. We yeah. think we've got these yeah. plans and timing, yeah. not not quite. So, what was that like for y'all when they were, you know, three and so? Colin was three, three and a half, three when, and a half when Spencer was born, and then Spencer was fifteen months when Travis okay. was born. That so, was a challenge. What was challenging about it? Getting through
1: the day. There is about a two-year blur there. <laughs> <laughs> to me, this just perfectly epitomizes. I'm sitting on the sofa. I'm nursing the baby. Uh-huh. The toddler falls uh-huh. and like hits his head. He's screaming. I tried to, to get the baby down. Yes. He starts screaming. Uh-huh. So I, I just so I just started crying too. Yes. So we were just all crying. Yes. And I looked around and thought, how am I going to do this? Yeah. How am I going to do this?
0: And there's so and many days like that. there's with, so many yeah. days
1: like that that was not the first time it was not you know the last time I'm sure that I was torn between what do i what can I do to to take care of everybody? Yes, and the needs of small children at that age are so you know great that with those them being so close together
0: was difficult yeah but but then later, yeah, there's benefit great. to it. Tell me why why it was great later,
2: well, so when they were you know, 15 months apart, and they played together all the time. Mm-hmm. It was so great. Um, you know, if with, with one of them had a friend over, then they all three played together. So it wasn't like that was just that
0: that, that yes. child's friend. Yes,
2: And so that was a real plus for quite a few years. Yeah. So.
0: And they all, they're very close. Mm-hmm. For being so different, they have a really sweet, close relationship. Would you all say? Especially now
1: they do.
2: Yes. And they've gone through... Our boys never fought, which is you know, know you say that about kids. You said
0: that before. They've tell never me about this.
2: <laughs> Why did they never fight? That's a great question. I, I wish I could tell you what we did, because then we'd be writing a book about how to keep your boys from fighting, right?
0: <laughs> no, that's what we're and, trying and to so figure
2: out. We would love to know, but they just they just didn't have that personality that that aggressive of a personality. The. Spencer, the middle one, mm-hmm. was kind of very passive, and he was willing to go along with what the youngest one, Travis, yep. wanted to do. And so that eliminated a lot of that fighting. And then Colin would kind of, um, he wasn't really a fighter with him either, so he yeah. was a protector of the three.
1: And he, the other two would do whatever he said. Yeah. Even when they were little.
2: When they were little. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: They looked up to him, and he was enough older Right. That they would just kind of go along and do whatever he said. Right. And so we've always kind of said, I think that eliminated. And sometimes they would come to me with a complaint about one of the others. Uh-huh. And I would say, Do you want me to get involved? And they would usually, the answer was no. They're just more wanting to vent. They didn't really want me to do anything. Was about that
0: it. later, like teenage years or the, early well, on? Probably. It probably early teenage years. Okay. And you would go, do you want me to get involved? I would say, say you know,
1: they're taking something out of my room. They're Uh doing, you know, and I would just say, do you want me to get involved? And almost, I'd say 95% of the time the answer was no.
2: So probably the biggest fighting that they really did Mm -hmm. would be in the car. And so (laughs) we learned early on that you put them in order in the car. So Spencer always had to sit in the middle. Because he could keep the other two because the youngest and the oldest would pick at each other. And it's probably more the youngest picking at the... Well, I don't know. It went both ways, pretty much. And so we'd put Spencer in the middle, and then they couldn't get to each other. And so it solved that problem.
0: That is hilarious. And
2: so I can remember times getting in the car, and they wouldn't be in the right order. And you'd say, okay,
0: no. We're not doing this.
2: Even just going from here to church. Oh, I know. We're not going to do this. Car rides are hard. Yes.
0: Car rides are really hard. Mm -hmm. Did Spencer mind, or was that like a... Um I think sometimes he did. Right. Cuz he didn't want to always have to
1: sit in the middle. But it's just what we did and he learned a lot with it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> who
0: who would handle discipline stuff for the most part? Because Kyle you worked outside at the home, Kimberly you were in the home most of the, time. you know, so who how did that work out?
2: So probably minor discipline would be handled when it happened with Kimberly. Mm-hmm. And then if it was major discipline, I handled most of that. Yeah. Would you agree? We, yeah. We, um, I didn't have many big yeah. issues with our boys. We I'm, were very blessed. Yeah. I, I never really said,
1: wait till your father gets home. I yeah. didn't want to do that. I didn't want to look like I couldn't handle But yeah. sometimes I would say, I want to talk to your dad about this if it was anything. But we were lucky that. We didn't have major discipline issues.
0: Right. That's no. great. Yeah. <laughs> when your boys were little, what things do you, did you stress out about that you wish you were like, oh, we, don't, we really didn't need to do that? Okay. So this seems little, but we talked –
1: well, this seems little, but I stressed out so bad over what teacher they were going to get every year. Are they going to get the best teacher? Are they going to get the teacher that I think is best for them? I stress. Are they going to have their friends in their class so that Mm -hmm. they're happy? Yes. So in retrospect, they are fine. (laughs) They are fine. You do not need to worry about that. They will be fine. That is good. You are going to have years that are better than other years, but that's just the way it's going to be. Right. And do not, I don't think, I don't think that needs to be stressed.
0: Would you, would you just stress inside or would you, like, call the school and make requests and that kind of stuff. <laughs> Kyle is oh, nodding. Oh, yes. And- <laughs>
1: I wrote that letter, that email every year, even when they would say, we don't accept requests. You would just do it. I would do it anyway, because I was involved, and maybe I yes. felt a little bit like I, you know, could do that. Yes. Or they would say, you can only non-request. You know, I uh-huh. do not I want do. this Yeah, teacher. yeah, yeah. I would do that. I would do whatever I took for to feel like they were where they needed to be. Right. But you know what? I think I should have just said, God, put, please put them in the class where they need to be. And I, I tried to take that on myself. Yeah. And in retrospect, I should not have done that. Yeah. That was just pray and ask God to put them where they need to and be. And he works it and out. he will work it out. So, what
0: about you? What so, you stress on? So not? the
2: other thing, I don't know that stress is the right term, mm-hmm. but I think that over the years we have... Um, worked hard maybe to create events with our kids and Mm -hmm. create that perfect trip, Mm -hmm. that perfect outing, that perfect dinner, meal Mm -hmm. at the table. And I think that um, you get worked up over some of that stuff sometimes. So maybe it is stress. Maybe that is the right thing. And I'll give a great example of um, we were on a trip, actually Hawaii. We had Mm -hmm. been in Hawaii on a cruise and the last day, we'd come back from being on the cruise, and we took the boys over to a beach, and we rented a kayak, and mm-hmm. we were just going to go kayak around, one kayak. The boys were still fairly young then, probably 10 to 12 or 14, something in there. Yeah. And so um, I was busy. Kimberly had all the sunscreen, and I said, hey, I need some sunscreen. So I took one of those sunscreen sticks, you know, Yes. and I took it, and I just did it across my forehead with the intent of taking my fingers and rubbing it all over my head, okay? Well, I got distracted. And when I got distracted, here I go. Well, that night, we're taking a shower, and I've got this big stripe across my head. Oh my so if you ask the boys today, how what do you remember about the trip to Hawaii? They say, we remember you, Dad. You had that stripe across your head. So that's what they remember. And it's the little things that they remember yeah. that you don't, Forced to happen. Yes. You can't plan those things.
0: Yes. Uh, That is such a good point. And it's what I felt like the past several months of, you know, no one's doing anything spectacular. Everyone's kind of in their house, not going on any elaborate vacations or anything. And we're creating great memories. And we're saving a lot of money. Yes, we are. And having a lot of fun without it being elaborate and stressing myself out to plan this thing. It's more organic. Yes. When you just kind of let things happen. Yes. And and yeah, I always want
1: the perfect Christmas card picture yes.
2: every year.
1: And so I plan and I think about that. And some of the best ones have just been when we're all outside somewhere, like, okay, let's sit down and get someone to take our, you know, very unplanned. Right. You know, and you just, sometimes you got to let
0: that
2: stuff go. Right.
0: Oh, man, I love that. Okay. What kind of traditions or habits are you glad that you had?
2: We took family vacations every year. We went to the beach Mm -hmm. as a family every year, and we loved doing that. Uh, One of the traditions that my parents started with us, when my dad retired, my mother loved to travel, Mm -hmm. and so they took us on a trip every year. We went on cruises, we went to Disney World, Mm -hmm. uh, went to Italy one year, I guess the last year before my mother passed away, but... Those were just great, great traditions yeah. and great fun times together. It was important to my mother that we be together as a family right. with them, along with my sister and her child and her husband. Uh, and so that was important to her. And so uh, it was a great, great time. We still have very fond memories of all that.
1: Yeah, Yeah. those trips to the beach. We went for 15 years uh, with the same other family. And... Um, it's just that the, our kids have great memories of yeah. that. So that's probably our favorite traditions.
0: What about like things that you did in your home on a daily or weekly? Um,
1: That's harder. I don't know that I can't think of anything that I did that was maybe out of the ordinary. Um, I mean, we, you know, I think about just sitting around the kitchen table after school, doing homework. Mm-hmm. We did that right after school every day. Yeah. I think about family dinner. Oh, that's a big one. We really sat down and ate dinner. Kyle did not travel as much then. So um, we had dinner and I I had a hard and fast rule that dinner was not a battleground. We would not, that's not the time to discuss bad things that happened or things that we need to work on Mm -hmm. or dinner was like, let's talk about our day. Yeah. Let's, you know, enjoy being together. So that was a big a big habit that we have. Yeah.
0: And you always cooked. I
1: do. I like to cook, so I, I always cooked. And, oh, I know, something fun we did. I had a chalkboard that um, hung on the pantry door, uh-huh. and I created a tradition of New Meal Monday. And every Monday... I love that. Every Monday, I cooked something different that we'd never had. Yes. And I would write it on the chalkboard. <laughs> and... Like a menu, so you know?
0: Yay! Yes. I, I had
1: too much time on my hands. No. But, um,
0: no, it's great. I did that and the kids loved it. Like, what was the new thing we we're going to try? Right.
1: What new thing are we having this week, Mom? What's going to be for New Meal Monday? And that is sometimes so cute. New Meal Monday might be on Thursday occasionally. If right. Monday didn't work. Right. But we had it every week for years. We right. did over a long time. Yeah.
0: And you also cooked – I mean, you enjoyed cooking, but you also had three boys that ate. I remember you saying, like, they ate a lot. Yeah, yes. and Maybe still do. I don't know. Yeah,
1: not as much, but, yes, it was nice cooking for people that eat.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's motivating (laughs) when they're like, I will actually eat what you've made. Mm -hmm. As your boys became teenagers – Tell me about communication, because it's something—my boys aren't teenagers yet, but it's like, just wait till they become teenagers. They'll never talk. You want, And I'm like, oh.
2: So one of the things I did uh, when—I started when Colin was a senior, mm-hmm. and I did it with Colin and then with Spencer and a little bit with Travis, and then I'll tell about that too, but uh, is— I would pick one night a week and take just that one boy to dinner. Oh, I
0: love that. Yeah. And I did
2: it during the senior year. Actually did it during spring of senior year. And so So you would
0: just so Colin's a senior and Colin's you just a senior, started once a week. One, doing once a that. week,
2: and I'd take him to dinner, and my ground rules were we weren't gonna talk about school. Mm-hmm. We weren't gonna talk about any kind of disciplinary issues. We were gonna talk about what he wanted to talk about. Period. Mm-hmm. Yes. If he wanted to talk about The weather. We talk about the weather. If you wanted to talk about band, we talk about band. But it wasn't going to be a confrontational conversation. Yeah. And and there were times that we would sit and not talk very much, Mm -hmm. uh, but we were together. Yeah. And so we did that with Spencer too. And then Travis came along, and Travis was so busy with sports, and he and I spent so much time together traveling. Uh We went to hockey tournaments, uh, overnight travel. And so I just didn't feel the need as much to spend. I was already getting that time. Yeah. It just wasn't a planned schedule time. Exactly. So I was still getting that time. Yeah. So that was a good a good uh, bonding time for me with them. So.
0: That's great. And the
1: good thing to remember when you're going through that, because they, they, it is hard to pull stuff out of them when they're teenagers, it changes. And it's when they hit about their early to mid-20s, they turn a corner and all of a sudden mm-hmm. they want to talk to you mm-hmm. and they want to tell about, you know, their work and what they're doing and they it's great. Yeah. It's great when they turn that corner.
0: I wonder if there's anything you guys did to help turn that corner.
1: The doctor told us that their brain fully matures when they hit about 25. <laughs> and so you think
2: that
0: was then I, we do,
2: we think we can, you know, Yeah, know, we can kind of see a, yeah. a wow a switch flip. Uh-huh. And so, yeah.
0: Yeah. it's 25. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, so we've got two that out, aren't,
0: aren't there. <laughs> we're getting there. What makes you most proud now of each of your boys? So we went
1: to Disney World two years ago. Mm-hmm. So they were 25, 21, and 20. And that was the most concentrated family time we'd had in a long time. And traveling with them and being with them as adults, uh-huh. it just made me so. It's like it's just eye opening. Yeah, that that we raised these kind and funny yeah. and and generous, and they love Jesus and all of these things. You you don't stop on a daily basis and think Mm-mm. about all those things adding up. But then, when you're standing in line for Tower of Terror for <laughs> <laughs> two hours, yes, yeah, and they're not on their phones. We're all talking, and yeah. you just kind of stand back and go, "Wow, I am just proud, proud, proud of yeah. these men that they have become." Yeah, and they, you know, none of them is is married or has a family, so I'm looking forward to seeing that season of their right. life. And I know, right. but we're just so proud of who they've become. Yeah.
0: So a couple spring breaks ago, I had made zero plans for my family, and then my husband was scheduled last minute to go on a week-long work trip. So as I started hearing about everyone's fun and well-planned out spring breaks, I began feeling like a failure of a mom for not making decisions about our spring break ahead of time. I don't know if you've ever felt like that, where that voice inside your head says, see, you should have done this. Now your kids aren't going to have any fun memories. (laughs) Well, at the very last minute, like it was a few days before spring break started, I texted some of my college friends who mainly live in the Southeast to see if the boys and I could road trip and just hang out with their families. They all replied, come on. So the boys and I loaded up the car and road tripped from Dallas to Prattville, Alabama, then to Atlanta, Georgia, then to Nashville, Tennessee. Now, my friends are incredible hostesses, so there, there is that. But honestly, we didn't do anything expensive or fancy at all. We just hung out with their families, saw their world, ate dinner as they normally would. To this day, at least once a week, I can count on one of my boys asking, hey, remember that road trip where we went to see all your Auburn friends? When can we do that again? So I totally resonated with Kimberly and Kyle's experience they can look back and often the things that we stress ourselves out over they're just not worth it the best Christmas card picture the nicest vacation the teacher our kids are going to get that actually it's those simple little moments like new meal Mondays or one-on-one dinners with a parent or hey (laughs) a bad sunburn those little Moments are the things where memories are made. I hope you found something that you can relate to from today's conversation. And thanks for joining us. If you have any questions or just want more tips for parents, let me know at ilassiter at fbrichardson.org. I'd love to talk with you. See you next time on the Four Parents Podcast.